You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The success you guys had throwing the ball on Saturday, does that encourage you that you can, you can do more of that going forward? Or is that strictly that was just a game plan thing? You know, I think you know, every week's different. I think every week you just got to go through and um, evaluate, you know, what you, what you think the defense is going to present you and put together the best plan you can you can do in, in both the pass and the run game. Mike, the uh, analytics say that you have the second most efficient red zone offense. What uh, is your red zone approach generally that you've been able to be so efficient in the red zone? I think uh, first and foremost, I think the players are doing a good job executing down there, be, um, you know, executing their assignments with great attention to detail and, and fundamentals and techniques. and. Um, you know, as far as putting the, get the plan together, you know, we look at it each week and find out how we can put just our best players in those spots. And whether it's the run game, find a, you know, find an indicator and find an advantage there as, as best we can. A lot of teams say that it gets obviously it gets harder there because the field gets smaller. So do you mm-hmm. emphasize creativity there? Is it more about balance? Is it more just yeah. generally speaking? Yeah, generally yeah. speaking, you know, you, you want to try and find um, you know a tendency and what they do in the coverage standpoint. And then trying to you know find a way to create an advantage there in the run game or the pass game, whether it's you know shifting, motioning, um, influencing the defense to maybe expand a little bit more. Because just like you said, that you know it's condensed. There's you don't have to defend the depth of the field now. You can you got to use you know the width of it. So um, you know you try to maybe expand it to run inside or condense it to run outside or you know run guys back and forth across the formation to. Um, to create some space. So there's a lot of things that we look at, but those are some. Mike, Mike, after the game, um, and even yesterday, I think, um, Saquon was highly um, complimentary of Feliciano on that touchdown run. Other than the fact that you obviously scored and everyone celebrates, Mm -hmm. what was the best part overall of that entire play? Yeah, I think the guys just, you know, they they worked on, um, they executed the play well. It started with, with the O-line and, and getting to their blocks and creating some nice double teams. And then the way that we had that play, Daniel, um, it was kind of like an RPO zone read style play. Daniel made the right read and, and trusted his rules. And, and the guys just, the guys made a great play. And then Saquon obviously felt his, you know, read through his reads and his uh, landmarks and then, you know, got through line of scrimmage and made a play, you know, uh, kind of like a broken tackle there and made a great play down the field. That was big for us. How about big the play, Feliciano obviously. part though? because. Mm-hmm. Again, Saquon went out of his yeah. way to say John recognized an unseen look. I believe. No, it was a look we had talked about. It okay. was just, um, it was just one of those, one of those looks that's kind of down the line, not as like a primary look. And they, they did a great job, really, in the huddle identifying the personnel, and so they were able to kind of get um, the communication done beforehand on how they're going to block up that look. What is that's, it about? that's a big play uh, in the game. I'm curious. What's the thought process for you of 
call of calling a play that could, I guess it could have been a run or a pass, according to what you said, but that could be a run in that spot there. Yeah, it's, um, you know, that's a design that we have. It's, it's flexible. It could be a run, it could be a pass. You kind of take the best look that you get from wherever the defense wants to present. And so you kind of get the best of both worlds. And, you know, maybe you get an opportunity to hand it to, to Saquon. You get an opportunity to get on the perimeter with Daniel, throw it to one of the receivers. So you kind of got three options there. But that's why we like to play. You don't worry, though, about potentially running the ball on a fourth down there, though, in that spot. Um, Just it's, your mindset it's part, it's as part a of play the, caller. It's part, of the, it's part of the play. It gives you those options. So, you, you know, you bank on the guys going in there and executing like they did. With Saquon, why is it that he seems to be so effective in that third and fourth quarter? Like when the defense gets tired, he doesn't, and he's just, you know, it's really when he seems to start yeah, breaking I think off. I think he's just doing a great job of just staying patient with it and trusting his reads. I think, you know, sometimes the run games, in, in general, generally speaking, the run game's not just a bunch of eight and nine-yard gains, right? There's a couple twos and threes in there, and you just you get working and you get a feel for how the flow of the game works out, and, and the O-line's sticking with it, and, they're you know, they're running off the football, and, stressing all the things that we talk about in practice. And so I think, you know, as the game goes on, it kind of declares a little bit, um, you know, you kind of get a good feel in that second half on the adjustments you want to make. And the guys have done a great job just really communicating through those. How have you seen Daniel, I guess, grow more comfortable in, in the read versus maybe running and, and throwing the ball as the season's gone? Yeah, I think um, I think he's done a really good job with that. I think, you know, he's, he's trusting himself with those reads. I think he's doing a good job stepping up in the pocket when there's lanes. Stepping up and run. I think you saw that last week, and um, those are things that I think make uh, from the quarterback position make it difficult for defenses to defend when you have a quarterback that's that's mobile that can step up and do those things. And he's done a great job of making those right decisions when to get the ball out, when to step up, and so yeah, he's done a good job. What are the benefits of uh, Ben and Nick rotating them? Mm -hmm. What's the biggest benefit of that for you guys? Yeah, I think it keeps both of those guys fresh. I think um, and they they do a great job really throughout the week of practice too of communicating, make sure they see the looks and talking about the looks. So, you know, the rotation, I think, has is, is benefited both of those guys. Well, and what's the difficulty of it? I mean, and how do you decide that this is working? Yeah, I think, you know, we talk about it. And it, again, every week's different. It doesn't say we could, we may or may not do it this week. And, and you know, it's something we talk about with Dave's and then Bobby on how we want to roll those guys. But, um, you know, it worked last week. And I think they did a nice job with it. And kind of get into the flow of the game. So we'll, we'll continue to evaluate this week, though. How, how have they been able to find chemistry? How, what did you think of how your offensive line pass protected against Yeah, I thought, I thought they did a nice job. I think they stayed within themselves, protecting the depth and width of the pocket inside out. Those are things that we work on. Obviously, you know, it's never going to be perfect, but they, these guys battle, and that's what I'm really proud of from that, from that group. If they, if they have a game where they're struggling early, does that impact how you call the game, or would you rather keep giving them another shot? Let's say a like deeper drop back. Yeah, you get. I think I think what you what you want to show is you know you want to first off build a plan that has the flexibility to um, to adjust for whatever the situation might be. But I have a ton of confidence in those guys. I know they're going to fight. I know they're going to work. I know I trust you know not only the line, the quarterback position, the running backs getting in and blocking their responsibilities. Receivers separate and getting open, um, tight ends separate and getting open and doing their assignments in the pass game. So it's all encompassing, and we're all we're all together. And I think you know as the game goes on, you know you you adjust as it, as the game goes. When you, made no oh, uh, when you've had when you're rotating those guards like you guys are, how have you been able to find the chemistry with the group? Because I think the the cliche around the league is you need to find five and stick with the five so they can learn to play together. But you guys seem to have found 
some of that camaraderie despite the fact you're rotating. Yeah, it's been good to have those guys around all through OTAs and all through training camp. And so, you know, they're all speaking the same language. And I think they've done a great job just next man up, stepping up, um, and then communicating across the line. Like, you know, we talked about Feliciano is he's the main guy. He's got to get the, everyone going in the right direction, set the point, um, confirm that with the quarterback. And so those guys work together a lot. They talk a lot. They spend a lot of time in the meeting room a lot. And after each practice set, talking about the looks that they saw and how they can make it better or cleaner, and then tying that in with how Bobby and Tony and Shea and how those all guys communicate, that's, um, that, that's a huge part of it. So, I mean, um, hats off to them for, for getting it done, and we got to continue to do that this week. Greg has made no secret about the fact that he wants to be a head coach, and when the Colts job opened, you, your name was thrown around right away. We underestimate about that. Is that an ambition of yours, to become a head coach? Yeah, absolutely. You aspire to want to be a head coach, um, and, but really that's it's not really at the front of my mind at all. Um, you know, I'm focused on this week. All that stuff will take care of itself. Mike, I don't know how many times Kansas City has made the playoffs in a row, but to join this group and to see whatever you're seeing that we don't from, from the group now that you're on the cusp with a win, what has that part of it been like with this new team for you? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just been a great, a great journey to go through this season. The ups and the downs. You know, you're you're always, um, you know, you're always trying to improve on things you've done in the past. So this week's really no different. You know, last week um, didn't get an opportunity to get it done. So we got to go back to the drawing board and and figure out ways how we can tighten up the things that we um, didn't do so well and continue to build on. You know, all the good that we did last week. Philosophical. Last one. When you're putting together a game plan every week, and I know. There are great players across the NFL, but when you face a defense that has a corner with the pedigree like Peterson last week, and now you have Gilmore this week, from your perspective, when you're putting that together, you know there's this tendency to shy away from those guys. You know, you kind of just focus on the rest of the field. But do you, do you look at it as a situation where we're going to do what we do and we need to attack the way we attack? And if it's against that player. So be it. We'll take our shots. Yeah, and they have a lot of really talented players on that defense. And so you have to, like, when you're developing the plan, you try and figure out, you know, how you can, you know, use your players' strengths maybe against their weaknesses and understand what they're really good at as a defensive standpoint and figure out ways and how um, you can manipulate that. So, yeah, you, you definitely think about the matchups, think about their personnel versus our personnel, our personnel versus their – like, you look at all those type of things and, and figure out the best schemes – um, and best ways to get our guys in those spots. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.